And can you tell us about your daughter, Anna? I might get emotional. Apologize. Um, so she's 13. And, um, sorry. <laughs> now you're making me cry. <laughs> and I warned Aaron this was going to happen. So uh, that's okay. We're emotional beings. This is the Empowerment Podcast, presented by Variety, the children's charity of Ontario. We've got a series of podcasts. We've got six podcasts that we're doing on various subjects, all about aspects of variety. And one of the things we wanted to talk about was our camp program. For me, since I started at Variety about seven years ago, we've always run camps, and I just sort of took it for granted as one of our other offerings. But then during COVID, it really highlighted for me how important these camps were for these kids. I know we talk about kids with disabilities sometimes don't have the same access to friends and rec and programs that kids, other kids might take for granted. But it became really crystallized for me because after, you know, eight weeks of social isolation for all kids, you really saw the impact of what it meant for kids to not have that opportunity to be together and play. And so when we first opened our camps, there was some trepidation from the kids. There was trepidation from parents on the spectrum of, I'm still a little unsure, but I think this is a good idea to kids jumping out of cars before they even stop because they were so excited to be back with their friends. And so it was really, for me, just that moment of joy when the camps were able to open up again. We then talked about how we start bringing this experience to kids all over Ontario who may not be able to come to Variety, but they should still have the opportunity to participate in camps. In addition to offering camps at Variety, we also subsidize camps, Boys and Girls Club, Camp Awakening, Camp Make Believe, Campfire Social, the JCC, and we want to continue to expand those partnerships so that we can make sure that kids, number one, when they age out of camps here, that they have opportunities for overnight camp if that's what they want, and we can make sure that that is seamless for them and their families. And then also, like last year, we had kids going to camp in Kingston, uh, Muskoka, places where we haven't been able to make an impact that now we are. Variety. And now we're joined by Claudia Levins, a camper parent from Variety Village. Her daughter Anna is nonverbal and had an opportunity to come to our camps and experience what maybe kids take for granted these days around being included, being able to participate, um, and being able to experience the fun and joy of what camp provides. Claudia, tell me, how did you first find out about Variety Village? Well, actually, our family has a bit of a history. I actually played um, volleyball as a part of a social club um, probably 20 years ago at Variety Village. So that was actually my first time there and was able to experience the facility. Now, fast forward, um, have two children and my daughter's school went to Variety Village, I think, as part of an outing. And my husband was volunteering and that's where he was exposed to the facility from a different aspect, you know, just recognized what a wonderful place it was. And can you tell us about your daughter, Anna? I might get emotional. Apologize. Um, so she's 13. And um, sorry. <laughs> now you're making me cry. <laughs> and why I warned Aaron this was going to happen. So uh, that's okay. We're emotional beings. Okay. So Anna's 13, very rambunctious, um, happy kid. Um, she was diagnosed with San Filippo which essentially has been termed as um, children's Alzheimer's, which means it's a regressive genetic disorder. So therefore, her capacity is diminishing. So when she first went to camp, she was um, she was verbal over the years that has regressed. She's uh, like a wonderful kid, 
very active, but yeah, has some disabilities in that regard. And uh, what about Variety and the camps that we offer? Um, from your perspective, helped Anna feel welcome and included? You know, Anna was going probably for about five years to camps, and because of her uh, condition, it's regressive. Um, and, and what's been wonderful is Variety has been able to alter the camps in that she can. So she moved from a camp setting to more of a one-on-one, which is amazing. Um, that one-on-one support that was offered really enables her to attend camp that otherwise we wouldn't be able to do. And does she look forward to camp in the summer? I think so. I mean, again, she's nonverbal. She can't really express what she's feeling. But, you know, I think when she goes to Variety, she's happy there. I know I do take her swimming there on weekends. And it is amazing how, you know, when we walk through the doors, everyone's like, hey, Anna, hi, Anna. It's amazing that she's kind of a known person, which is a, which is a great feeling. You have two kids? I have two kids, uh, older daughter, Sophie, and and as our younger daughter. Yeah. And does Sophie go to camp as well? She does. She actually did go to Variety Village as well. She did, the, I think, the synchro camp and I think one of the multi-sport camps. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that I actually find so special about our camps is that siblings can come together. Because often parents, what we've heard is if they have a child with a disability um, and then more of a typically developing child, it's so hard to manage drop-offs if they're going to two different camps, two separate locations. And that one of the benefits of variety is that you can, you know, you can bring both your kids. They both have a great experience. Um, it can be adjusted and accommodated, but the fun of camp uh, is still available. Yes. Can you just give us a sense of, like, did you go to camp growing up? Um, I didn't. Actually, I mean, I think I did one sleepaway camp, but just, you know, we lived out in the country and camp was staying at home and cutting the grass. So, <laughs> Right. But just, I mean, Sophie, again, she's gone to more of a sleepaway camp too. Um, but I know that she always enjoyed it. And, you know, every year coming back, she's like, I want to go and do that again. So I think it's a wonderful experience, the socialization. And even for Anna, I mean, even though she she can't express what she feels, but just her being with other kids and being around people and having activity is is amazing. You gave us a donation in recognition of the camps that we run. Can you share with me how you made that decision to support our camps through a donation? Well, it really was because the counselors are so amazing with her. I mean, my perspective, I think she probably is, you know, is is a lot for someone to handle potentially. But the, the, the counselors were amazing. And in particular that year, I mean, we wanted to, you know, slip everybody a gift card. Um, just to say thank you, but I know that's frowned upon. So I'm like, you know what? I want to do something. So that's why I thought, okay, let's do a donation because, you know, Variety Village is such an amazing place. So. Thank you. Thank you for that. So what message would you have for parents considering sending their kids to camp? Yeah, I just think it's an amazing experience. Um, you know, as you had touched upon that, that kids, it's an opportunity for them to share, be around, interact with others. And I, as speaking as a parent with a child with a disability, it, it provides parents a break. For us, Anna going to camp gives us a break because um, because of her disability, she's hands-on. Um, so the ability to send her somewhere where she's happy and we feel comfortable and she's safe. And Anna gets one-on-one support now, one-to-one support now because of her disability? Yes, she gets one-on-one support, which is great. And I also want to mention, we've been so fortunate that, I guess, Variety Village has received funding over the years. Yeah. So it was paid for, um, which is amazing. Thank you. Great. Is there anything I, ma- I missed that you'd like to add? So Variety Village, why we go there is because you offer one-on-one. A lot of camps don't do that, or it's um, not affordable, or they suggest that you send somebody with her. And we we don't have that. You know, we don't have someone that comes in on a continuous basis to look after Anna. So you guys are really the only one's option for us. 
as a summer camp for Anna. Can you elaborate for us and our listeners what it uh, feels like when you know you have a safe place for your daughter to be in the summer? That is such an amazing feeling um, because when a child is has a disability, is nonverbal, you, you are a little apprehensive, clearly, because they're kind of vulnerable in that perspective. So knowing that it's a safe place for them to go and spend time is, yeah, is, is amazing. And what that gives back is freedom and a little bit of room for a parent to, you know, okay, maybe I can leave the house now and do my own thing, or I can work um, uninterrupted, um, whatever that is. But any type of respite, um, whatever that looks like, is invaluable. And you know, certainly I know with my kids, um, I had a situation where the caregiving experience wasn't um, all that I had hoped for, and it was very stressful. And I actually didn't realize how stressful it was until I was able to resolve it and get my children into a better space for for daycare. I remember the feeling of just like being able to breathe again. And I'm not going to suggest it compares exactly to what you experience, but what would you say to maybe parents who are listening that are still a little apprehensive because they are worried that their child's needs are may not be accommodated? What would you say to those parents? You know, with Variety Village, there's lots of communication um, when you're signing your child up, especially during the one-on-one process where you can communicate first in a written form what disabilities, what your child needs, but also you have the opportunity to talk to counselors exactly what your child is looking for. There's always communication if something goes sideways or there's concerns, um, which is super helpful because it's all about talking and figuring out the best path to make sure that your child is safe and everyone feels good about that. So we were the beneficiaries of a grant from the Blue Jays Care Foundation, and we were able to build an accessible baseball diamond. So on that day, uh, Anna was part of that grand opening. So what, what was that like for you? I just thought it was amazing. Oh, you know, Variety Village during the camps, they include all the kids. Everyone was there. She came home with a big swag bag that we all enjoyed. It was an amazing experience. Is Anna coming back to camp this year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Claudia. No problem. Thank you. And joining us now on the show is Tracy Morley, Executive Director of Camp Awakening and partner of Variety Village. Welcome, Tracy. Happy to be here. So tell me, where, where, what camp do you run and how long have you been there? So I'm the executive director of Camp Awakening. We're a small registered charity and we run programs for youth with physical disabilities. I have been at camp for a long time. I've been going to camp myself since I was about seven years old. And I have been running Camp Awakening for this will be my 14th summer. That's amazing. It's basically a lifetime of uh growing up at camp as a, as a youth and now uh, working as a camp professional. Given that you've got this longevity and this long history with camp, can you tell me, was there that aha moment that you had personally that convinced you that camp was important for you? And then also convinced you that that was maybe a path that you wanted to spend more time in your career on? Yeah. So I started out at day camps, as many young children do. Um, and then I had friends and peers who were starting to attend overnight camp. And so I asked if I could go to overnight camp. Um, I'm sure my parents were surprised by that. <laughs> but uh, so I did. I went to overnight camp when I was about 10, 9 or 10. It was a, a gymnastics specialty camp. And it was I was not a gymnast, Karen. So, um, yeah, it was it was a fun adventure. Um, but then I learned of another camp that was a more of a traditional Canadian camp on a lake with the pine trees and the wooden cabins and all of these activities that 
I wouldn't have typically been introduced to. Um, canoe tripping and archery and sailing and campfires, just things that weren't necessarily something that I had grown up with. When I went to that particular camp at about age 11, I just found people that were different than me, but loved this experience of um, being away from my parents and sort of, you know, having the the run of the cabin with a bunch of other kids the same age as me and trying all these new activities, being silly. I think that's a big part of camp is um, the opportunity to sing songs and, you know, try and shout across the lake and dress up. There's artistic pursuits, not just the sort of nature-based uh, outdoor recreation. So I found camp, I loved camp, and I've been going to camp basically for, I won't age myself or date myself, but for a very long time, decades, decades. Awesome. <laughs> so, and now you run Camp Awakening, a camp for kids with disabilities. And so is, have you had, uh, I guess you've maybe had many moments in your 14 years there of just seeing the magic that camp can bring to kids with a disability? I think that camp, I love that you said the word magic because I use that all the time to explain just any kind of camp program. You know how in Ontario high schools, kids have to do um, now mandatory community service in order to graduate. I think the kids should have to do mandatory go to camp time. Every kid in the province should have the opportunity to have an overnight camp experience. It is profound and life changing for kids of all ages and all abilities. Absolutely. Independence, new friendships, self-esteem, self-confidence, Learning new skills, trying new things, breaking out of your comfort zone. I don't know. We talk about the C's that it's, you know, compassion and contribution, commitment and character building, resilience and resourcefulness, uh, respect, conflict resolution. There are just so many skills that you don't realize you're learning because you're in this magical environment that is pretty safe, pretty supported. It's a great place to sort of try new things and, and fail a little bit. Because you have these amazing role models in the counselors and there are grownups there to sort of manage everybody and make sure that the rules are being followed and everybody's, you know, wearing a life jacket. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so when I when I came to you, when we first partnered uh, for our camp program a couple of years ago, what we wanted to do is um, support kids with disabilities going to camp and also, as I say, create opportunities for some of our kids to continue on at camp in an experience that we couldn't provide. And so this year we've made, we've been able to make that happen. It's fantastic. I can speak specifically to Camp Awakening, but also to other summer camps, especially those in Ontario that serve youth with disabilities. And financial assistance, the cost of camp is a huge barrier. I think we know that the sort of the top three barriers to participation in any recreation program for youth with disabilities is finding a suitable and appropriate program being able to afford it, and transportation is also a, a big barrier. We're able to subsidize the cost of camp up front thanks to the generous support of our donors and community partners. Um, but being able to provide a subsidy at Camp Awakening, it's 65% of our camper families that request additional financial assistance beyond the subsidy that we've already provided up front. So it's pretty significant. It can be a big barrier. And unfortunately, there are other agencies out there that used to support going to camp, used to really make that a priority. And unfortunately, now there are there are a lot of competing priorities. The generosity of variety is incredible and amazing. And the fact that you're supporting now two campers 
for this summer is just, it's huge for us. I mean, we're small but mighty. So two campers is a lot of campers for us. <laughs> well, and also Reach for the Rainbow used to be a charity that supported kids with disabilities going to camp, but they're no longer in operation. It's our hope that over time we grow to help fill that void so that uh, more kids can experience the magic. Absolutely. Yes, it's been really challenging. And even those agencies that have provided financial assistance in the past and are still supporting camp as a priority, it's still not as many dollars as it used to be. Every little bit helps because I think getting more kids to have that magical experience, I said it before, but camp can be profound and life-changing. And I hear from our alumni who are now young adults and grown-ups who just still talk about their camp friendships and the remember when I did this for the first time and that sense of accomplishment. That's what our whole name is, Camp Awakening. If you see our logo, it's um, a little bit of a stylized sort of someone like putting their hands in the air like, I did it. Like, I accomplished this amazing thing. And I think for a lot of kids with disabilities who are often told, that maybe they can't, that, that's not the case at camp. There are ways to adapt all of the activities to ensure that everyone has meaningful participation and is included. That's great. Yeah. So we're really excited about uh, expanding our camp program. We're going to actually host, I think I mentioned to you, a casino night fundraiser at the Miller, at the Miller Tavern. And so we're hoping to get more awareness about uh, what we're doing, what we're partnering to achieve, create more opportunities for more kids. I love that you guys are looking at this strategically and realizing that day camps are incredible. That's fantastic. But there comes a point where perhaps our like tween teens and definitely older teens are looking for a little bit more of a challenge. And I think also looking to take those steps towards greater independence. And that means time away from mom and dad or parents or caregivers. And so I love that you're supporting that opportunity, especially um, I know that one of the recipients this year is actually one of your ambassadors. <laughs> yes. We didn't even realize when we spoke to the family about whether or not they um, would be interested in accepting this wonderful, we call them camperships, like a scholarship, but camperships. That's awesome. Um, and when we approached them and realized they already had a strong connection, we just thought this makes so much sense for them to have incredible opportunities with variety and then to expand and have an incredible opportunity with Camp Awakening. Well, thank you very much, Tracy. All right. To support the Kids Camp Program, join us for our casino night on Thursday, May 25th at the Miller Tavern, 3885 Young Street. For tickets and more information, visit varietyvillage.ca. You've been listening to the Empowerment Podcast. Subscribe for more episodes featuring our host, Karen Stintz, the President and Chief Executive Officer of Variety, the Children's Charity of Ontario.